0: It was tremendous in radio. You had there was one operator who had a chain of supermarkets, Johnson up in Syracuse, and he boycotted the products of general foods or Nestle's if they used people that were blacklisted. And the blacklisting was in the hands of a I don't want to go into it because it's way, way far back, but John Henry Falk sued this Johnson man. Neisser, one of the great attorneys of our lives, was the attorney, and they won. The book was written about it and all, but unfortunately, poor John Henry Falk never received a penny because this Johnson guy was bankrupt. It was um, a strange time that had no rhyme or reason to it, but Roy Cohn is the backbone, Mm. and he was McCarthy's ears and eyes, and helped him carry out all of this evil but when you think of the wonderful people Welsh the lawyer from Boston and Mm -hmm. Edward Murrow thank God that we live I hope in an age now where all of that is just history but it was it was not just films no the Hollywood 10 came long before McCarthy Mm -hmm. McCarthy hitched on to that in order to make himself that much more important but the Hollywood 10 was uh very very special and uh, well there's a man who still i uh, visit with occasionally and still writes he just did a book a very successful book howard fast he went to jail because he wouldn't say who he worked with or who he went with and so on
1: it's so radio was definitely affected uh,
0: oh uh, yeah. sure I'll you very much so. Oh, the sponsors. I, mean, I talked about <laughs> Everett Sloan. And once you get yourself into the red channels, uh, or they named you, you lost your livelihood. Yeah, I guess radio, because it is sponsored, you have brand names and things that on in the movies. There was no television yet in 51, 52, 53, or very little. There was television, but very little. And their livelihoods really still depended on radio and, of course, films and things of that kind. But bad times.
1: The United States Treasury Department presents Guest Star with Paul Weston and his orchestra, yours truly, Del Charbot, and starring Rosemary Clooney. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Del Charbot, your host for Guest Star a transcribed feature for savings bonds presented as a contribution of this station in the public interest. United States savings bonds now pay 3% interest compounded semi-annually when held to maturity. For safety, convenience, and a liberal return, invest more in savings bonds. And now our star, that talented miss of recording and pictures and radio fame, Rosemary Clooney, opening the show with Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland
2: In February of 1954, Wisconsin Senator Joseph McCarthy was touring the circuit, giving speeches entitled 20 Years of Treason. He claimed that President Eisenhower didn't want a whitewashed government, and the Democratic label was stitched with the idiocy of Truman, rotted with the deceit of Atchison, and corrupted by a red slime of white. Indiana Senator William Jenner Claimed Democrats tried to lose the Korean War. The president's assistant, Sherman Adams, charged the Dems with being political sadists. Democrats cry foul. The Republican Eisenhower asked for conflict resolution. On February 10th, as he authorized $385 million, over the $400 million already budgeted for military aid, the president warned against his country's intervention in Vietnam. When asked if he would change tactics, Senator McCarthy said the price is too high. He'd smeared homosexuals as subversives, liberals as anti-American, and moderates as weak-minded saps. McCarthy's downfall had ultimately already begun. In 1953, his committee started investigating the U.S. Army for supposed communist infiltration. On February 18th, two generals refused to obey their summons to appear before McCarthy's committee. They stayed away on order of Robert T. Stevens, Secretary of the Army. Undaunted, McCarthy accused the Army of rampant communism, but this time, when asked to back up his claims, he had very little to reveal. This stunt bolstered President Eisenhower and both Republicans and Democrats who were growing weary of McCarthy's tirade. The public, too, was getting sick of him. Snow is glistening. This turning point was strengthened when the Army revealed that McCarthy had asked favored treatment for a former aide who'd been drafted. In December, the Senate would finally censure him, an option exercised only three other times in the Senate's history. He never recovered and died in 1957 at the age of 48. This will be covered in much more detail during the next two episodes of Breaking Walls.
0: In the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he's a circus clown
2: We'll have lots
0: of fun with Mr. Snowman Until the other kiddies knock him down When it snows, ain't it thrilling Though you
2: know.